Okay, so I've decided to do a two-parter. What does that entail? I don't know. You're going to find out with me. My husband got up, went to work. My son has work and two uh, demonstrations he has to do. He's on the demo team for Taekwondo. So he takes classes and he's also an instructor there. And he's on the demo team and they do graduation activity ceremony things from the SHIP program. And he started that way. So I'm so excited for him. And I came back home and I'm like, okay, I can start multitasking and trying to do everything like I used to do. Or I could just crawl back in the bed. Now, Emma, because I took the comforter off the bed, I don't know about y'all, but I liked to, uh, I still like to, just not possible, but I like to change the sheets every week. That, to me, is cleanliness. I like the way it smells. I like changing the sheets every week. It's gotten to the point that I was bedridden for so long my husband would try to take the opportunity that when I got in the shower to bathe uh, and I was sitting on a stool at best half the time, he would try to change my bedding so that it would be a little bit fresher for me. So today I have decided to document this and share this with you. Emma has crawled under the sheet. I'm getting ready to change them, so I'm like, let her play in them. And that's kind of what I want to do. I just want to crawl back into the sheets. But I'm like, no, I've got to study for the CPT exam. And I've got these, the washing machine just went off, you know. I've got these things to do. There's clothes in the dryer. And then I've got the pain popping up in the right leg. My voice is better. I feel stronger. I feel a little fatigued. But I'm like, I think I can fight through this. And I'm hoping that I will do so. But I stopped and got my beverage, went to the bank, and took care of business after dropping off my son. I've rested for a little bit. Now it's time for me to hunker down and get my, you know, head out of my derriere and start, start ripping off the sheets. That is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I am going to try to do some paperwork and I'd like to get some studying in before I get my son, or at least I know that's something I could do in a little bit as well. But I'm trying to get rid of all the extra paperwork that I have because it's frustrating to feel like you've got all these to-dos and you can't do them. And I'm bound and determined that I can get through and, and do this. A friend of mine just came home from a trip where she flew. Another friend has been, and, and when I say friends, these are the, the new friends that I'm making via the internet. And, and so, you know, I haven't met these people in person, but we understand each other. We all have HEDS and we can relate. And there's another friend in Canada and she's at work at Walmart doing her shift. Uh, a friend of mine in Australia 
is just bedding down. And she was talking with me about her fascia and she's a social worker and living her life with this illness. And I'm in the position where I am trying to make a difference, but I am trying to see if I can get through this day being as active as possible. And it's odd to me, I guess, how this illness affects us each differently. Some of us have jobs where we're able to get up and go out to work every day and manage the pain and just have flare-ups. And then there are those of us that, you know, can't get out of the house. And, and sadly, I am on that end of the spectrum of this illness. Like right now, I talk with my hands. And as I'm talking, I'm realizing, oh, wow, my left side is not doing very well. And I think a lot of this has to do with because I am working on my fascia, what happens is I've gone from all over chronic body pain, unable to, I guess, yeah, unable to walk and talk and, and, and bedridden and have gone, wow, there's Willie Nelson. I have my, oh, it's Snoop Dogg. I, they're doing a big lighter commercial. I had my TV. I love hot in Cleveland. I love uh, Valerie Bertinelli. You know, I've got the girl crush on Valerie Bertinelli. Love Valerie Bertinelli. And, oh, and there's Martha Stewart. And so I, I was watching Hot in Cleveland while I was preparing. I was actually reading. My friend Jennifer is doing this prompt. My physical friend, <laughs> Jennifer, is doing this prompt a week from Ancestry.com. Or it's, it's, it has to do with Ancestry.com. I don't really know who it's from. But they'll give you a prompt to say, uh, tell us a, a, like a, uh, something to do with your family in relation to a scandal or should be in a movie or talk about your, the social network in your family, things like that. So she goes back and, and finds stories and relates them onto paper and she submits them she sends them to me and I get to read them and this one was really cool because it was about her great 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 grandfather's mother had um gotten married in 1900 to a gentleman who was already married and he had a wife and four children the one county over and married her great 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 grandmother and then they got an annulment a year later in 1901 he was a criminal had tried to rob a, a train by putting tires on the track and they were going to rob it cowboy style and then he had like signed his father's name to something and so she gets an annulment from this man and then gets to marry another man and goes on to have eight children. And so she sends me that. So I get to do that. So I was reading that while watching Hot in Cleveland. It was in the background. I just like to have noise in the background because if I'm left alone like I am now with my kittens and just my mental state, 
I mean, I do like I'm doing right now. <laughs> I talk to myself. So imagine when I had no voice. For that time that I was in bed, I was very lonely. Very, very lonely. But I just popped up and looked at the commercial, and there was Willie Nelson, uh, I guess, talking, uh, FaceTiming or whatever on the computer with Snoop Dogg and then Martha Stewart. So I guess it was like, you know, with a big lighter. So they were proponents, I guess, of the big lighter, I guess, because they all light up, I guess, the whole cannabis thing. That's another thing. Does cannabis help us? Or does it increase your pain? You know, wondering about that. And I, I can't smoke or vape. My lungs don't allow me to. So, you know, that's out. And they have edibles, but I don't care for the edibles. So, and I think sometimes that can increase your pain. So, you know, Willie seems to look quite well at, well, I don't know how old he is now, 70, 80, 90, 100. I don't have any idea, but he looked quite great. So I'm always looking for things, always looking for things that are going to help us and make us better. And if it's cannabis, then I, we'll see. But I, I, that's that's not on my list. We're a legal state now, but I just... You know, to each his own. I'm curious, though, what, what works for you. And I've been hearing a lot about magnesium. My friend in Australia was telling me she was you know, doing the magnesium and all for pain. And so I'm, I'm curious about that. But I'm going to get up and wash my 10-foot blanket. Love the 10-foot blanket. It just makes you feel so comfy and cozy. So um, we all got one for Christmas, 10-foot blankets. So I'm going to wash this little bad boy and strip the sheets and see what I can do all before my son, you know, before I have to go pick him up. And then um, I'll keep you posted. But I'm going to work on focusing on my posture. I, I already medicated. I had to take, you know... I can I can take a certain amount of pills a day. I already took my baclofen because when I start getting a little chilled, my husband, when it gets warmer outside, it's about 60-some degrees outside, but we keep the house at about 69 when the AC is on, 67 and 69, because he works outside. So he likes the house nice and chilled, and I get very cold. And with the rain odds, you know how that goes, it gets even worse. So I'm always in a sweatshirt. And then I walk outside in the heat and I'm like, oh, my stars. <laughs> but I'm going to try to get motivated and, and see what all I can do. And then I'm going to check back in and see how I feel. But I, I know that it has a lot to do with our posture. I know there is something about our posture, and I know there is something to do with not, you know, with our kinesthesia. You know, other people use proprioception, but we're not going to be just like other people. Kinesthesia. Not being able to feel where, you know, my body is. My, my mat specialist, Mary Jane, she's like, it sounds like you need muscle activation, but I could be wrong. And I think she's wrong because when I was working with 
my EDSPT, he said, you just need to find your balance. You need to be able to tell how your feet are, are, are getting the weight on your feet so you can stand properly. Well, I couldn't understand what he was talking about. And when I'd ask my husband, he looked at me like I was crazy. But those of you that have problems with it understand what I'm talking about. And so I know it has something to do with finding the proper balance. But the thing is, I never felt it until the other day when I was in the shower, and that was after my fascial adhesions had been released. I was unable to understand what he meant by putting my weight appropriately on the front and the back of my feet. Never understood it. Now I do, now that I've experienced it. And it's not a matter, whereas before I couldn't hold my neck up and I couldn't, you know, keep my upper body in proper alignment because the fascial adhesions were strangling the muscles and causing my neck to pull forward. So I see what Mary Jane is saying. Now she's, you know, turned on some muscles and things like that because they were dormant. They had atrophied. The problem is not that they're pulling me anymore. It's that I can't seem to feel what's proper all of the time. And I'm sure as heck not too proper. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what it is we need in order to maintain proper posture. I truly believe the answer is in our posture and our lack of being able to maintain proper posture. But it's not because my muscles aren't holding me. I don't feel, I'm not collapsing anymore. It's not that I don't feel strong enough to do so. I don't feel like I have the ability or the know-how to do so. Does that make sense? So it's like I'm sitting up and before I was collapsing in my core, but now I can hold neutral position. And I'm trying, because to my understanding, and this is just, again, from the patient's perspective, nothing medical here. I'm working on things. And by the way, my nose is still, it's still my nose. Love it. It's my new nose. I feel blessed. I'm getting a new nose without surgery. It hurts like the dickens. Let me tell you what, it hurts like the dickens to release the fascia that has bound up so badly. But these little adhesions, as I'm getting more and more released, the ones that are deeper, that are rearing their ugly heads, are making it harder for me to do things. So if I drive a lot, the ones on my right side are making it difficult for me to drive. There is something under my left arm that I have to get out and I am trying, but it is just, it is difficult. I've got to either raise my arm up, I've got to figure out the position, but it is causing me to feel a pull in my abdomen and in my left hip. And that's that tension pain that I was talking about, right? That when you start, just because you're getting pain, 
in one area doesn't mean that's where the adhesion is. I'm sitting right here playing with the one under my left arm. I mean, it, it just feels like a rubber band and I'm plucking it. And that's, that's what I'm doing. I am plucking this adhesion. And it was next to my bosom on the left side, right where my bra would go. It's now moved up because I had other adhesions released. And as, as it's releasing, it's like a, a whole big thing of rubber bands. And as you pop each rubber band, it releases and then makes the other ones more prominent. That's the best way I can explain it, is that you've got a whole big tight ball of rubber bands. And as you break each adhesion, you slowly start being able to stand up. You can slowly start finding your place in, in your body, in, in standing up and sitting down and things like that. You have no control when you've got all of these adhesions, none, none whatsoever. So that is why every PT was a disaster for me. That is why every exercise put me into spasms because the adhesions would move like this one under my arm. So what it's doing, it's taking away the strength in my left arm. I have to get rid of this adhesion. So while releasing the adhesions is wonderful, it makes these other ones come up. And, and the sad thing is, is that it is a process. It's not something you can do all in one day. There are four layers and just got to keep working on it. And it, it, and, and I will say this because, uh, I had one, one person ask me this and, you know, She's like, am I pushing too hard? I don't think I, or, you know, do I need to push harder? This, it feels horrible when I do it harder, but I need, you know, what do I do? And I'm like, sadly, you're doing it right. It's going to hurt and it's not going to be instantaneous. But once you get it released, unless you re-injure that area, it is not coming back. That is why it is so important to start working on your fascia, you know, 12 weeks after a surgery, uh, as soon as you can after a subluxation. It's very important. That way, the fascia is less likely to be hard and gravelly like my old fascia is. So I guess I've spoken enough. We're going to see. Now, the sad thing is because this adhesion is is so deep and we've been working on it for so long, it's affecting me before I even get up. And so that's why I had to take something for pain before I started so I could, you know, get ready uh, so I could move a little bit. And now I am going to continue with washing uh the comforter. I'm going to go put that in the dryer and I'm going to change these sheets and do some activities and then I will check back in. Now I'm going to do this as a part one and then if a part two never comes up, you know I didn't make it. <laughs> so 
And remember, while you're listening to me, because I did this the other day, I am trying to get as many listeners as we possibly can so we can get, because Spotify, it's, 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 uh, they're, you know, a sponsor at the moment, but it doesn't play on every, um, podcast thing. I think it won't play on Spotify, but it won't, you know, play everywhere but so you don't get credit for those commercials kind of thing so we need to get more sponsors so i need more spotify followers so i i don't know your hairdresser anybody ask anybody if they can follow as long as it doesn't cost them any money let's see if we can get people to follow us because oh this is my thing i truly believe that it is a neurological thing that our bodies are so used to pain that we have learned to move in ways to reduce the pain so that now we are trying to move properly neurologically those muscles i don't think are working if that makes any sense i feel like we need to neurologically convince ourselves that we are standing properly or it's the posture is there and it's a neurological thing. So I am working on it. We are going to come up with something and there will be some kind of program we can do. Now, maybe again, this is my pipe dream, but I really feel that we can do this and make a difference. So please share with me your tidbits, anything you've learned, like, uh, I was told about magnesium, and I'm thinking I might just go ahead and try some magnesium. I had tried some before, but might give it a gander again. So, again, the other day, I decided I would listen to one podcast just to see if it was possible. And I was like doing my hair, walking around, doing things. So, do an activity while you're listening. Don't just sit there unless you just want to. But I was just trying to say, you know, I'm so grateful (laughs) and so thankful for everybody that tunes back in that I want you to feel like you didn't just waste your time. And so, I don't know. I just realized you can clean the toilet while you're listening to me. You can Kegel while you're listening to me. And you can sit there and, and eat bonbons, too. You can do whatever the heck you want to do. Just listen. So thank you. So right now, I'm getting ready to partake in my day of activities. So the sheets, I will change. That's my mission. I'm going to do it. I've got another load of laundry to fold. I've already folded one. So yeah, I got gas. I've done some activities. We're going to make this happen. So... If you want to, go do a few things and then check back in and we'll see how well we both did. Thank you so much. It's Christy Lynn Hanchi, part one of Activity Day, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day. Part one. Have a lovely day.